0: I had the privilege to be able to uh, serve in the fire department. I was a lieutenant in the fire department in Ann Arbor, Michigan. uh, Pretty big department. We had 126 men. Uh, I was there for 15 years before the Lord called me into the ministry. And so uh, I have that uh, bit of uh, um, training behind me. But anyways, um, I want to take today and I want to just try to cause us to remember. That's really what this is all about. Um, yes, it's a church service, and I'm, I'm going I'm to read to you a portion of scripture here in Isaiah chapter 49, and uh, just a few verses here, and uh, and then I want to go back over some, I don't could you hear that very well? I don't know if you could hear this real well or not, but I'm going to go over some of those statistics. Some of them, you know, it's, it's amazing how some of the statistics are a little bit skewed depending on who you look at, but uh, Uh, whatever organization puts it out. But in Isaiah chapter 49 in the scriptures, we read two verses here. It says in verse 15, Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands." Uh, that was the Lord Jesus, prophecy of the Lord Jesus and how he would not forget us. Um, he, he laid his life down for each and every one of us. And uh, in the same respect, a lot of these people did lay down their lives so that you and I could have freedom. And uh, it's, t- it's a time to remember. Do you remember where you were? I was talking to a preacher this morning and we were talking about that, about how the sad reality is most of the people that are 25 and younger have no idea have no idea about this. Uh, if you, you, really, if you're probably 30 or 35 and younger, you have very little recall about what happened. Uh, but uh, I sure remember where I was at. How could we ever forget? Um, this is what really happened on that day. In um, September 11, 2001, it, it, the uh, first plane that took off was the uh, plane that was taken off from Boston to LA. It was American Airlines flight 11 and um it took off at 8 a.m and at 8 46 a.m it hit the north world trade center tower uh, at 8 13 a.m there was another plane that took off from boston to la and it was united airlines flight number 175 and um uh, it uh, at 903 a.m it hit the south world trade center tower uh at uh a.m., there was a plane that left from Washington, D.C. to go to L.A., and uh, it was American Airlines Flight 77, and at 9.37 a.m., it hit the Pentagon. And then the fourth flight uh, left at 8.42 a.m., and it was United Airlines Flight 93, and uh, as you know, it was left from Newark, New Jersey to go to San Francisco, and at 10.06 a.m., it hit the ground Near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. In all, there were 246 people killed on the planes themselves. There were 125 killed in the Pentagon. There were 2,606 in the World Trade Center towers uh, who lost their lives, a total of 2,977. Uh, the attacks, think about this, the attacks left 1,300 orphans, left 3,000 and uh, 51 children who lost at least a parent and 1,609 that lost a spouse. And there were 17 women that bore children after their husbands died. 20% of the people living within a one-mile radius of the Twin Towers suffered PTSD. There was a 200% increase in PTSD among Manhattanites, over 422,000 New Yorkers. There were 343 firefighters and medics that lost their lives. There were 23 New York Police Department police that lost their lives. There were 37 Port Authority police, and there was a total of 71 law enforcement personnel and 55 military personnel that lost their lives. There were 91 fire trucks that were lost in that single incident. 90 of the 343 firefighters and medics were officers, including the chief of the department, two assistant chiefs. The commissioner, the chaplain, 18 battalion chiefs, 20 captains, and 47 lieutenants. Total companies were lost. Fathers and sons died together. Brothers died together. 20% of Americans, it's said that 20% of Americans knew someone that was hurt or killed in the attacks. That's hard to believe. Economically, it cost America $11 trillion. The most uh, devastating attack on American soil in the history of our nation truly was one of those moments which we define as history splitting, the world as before and after. Uh, America will never be the same because of what happened then. Again, it's sad, sad that a lot of young people have no idea about this, but America changed forever. The world will never be the same. History will never be the same. You know, history is the account of uh, an account of facts, and we must never forget the facts. We must always remember the facts, lest history be rewritten in evil triumph. Because there's a whole lot of that going on today, unless we become callous and insensitive to the events which changed us as a people forever. I want to leave with you three simple little thoughts today on this uh, 20th anniversary, uh, as of uh, yesterday. 20th anniversary of uh, the 9-11 attacks the first thing is this and it's all about we can't forget the first one is we should never forget the people Uh, what do you mean we should never forget the people who who lost their lives and who gave their lives as the the little song that we sing with our children red and yellow black and white they are precious in his sight Each and every one of those were precious individuals and precious lives. People of all races and creeds, people who were proud to call themselves Americans. By the way, people who were longing for or looking forward to being able to call themselves Americans. And people also who hated America and what she stands for. We must not forget the people who lost their loved ones. Boy, I tell you, I don't know if you've seen any of the documentaries, but it's amazing the impact of people who lost loved ones during those attacks it's it's always that way when we lose and by the way the statistics of suicide are just absolutely astronomical because of that you just because of even losing a loved one in such a manner we can't forget the people who served and uh uh, uh the injured and the the living and the dead all hey, the police that were there the firemen that were there the ems workers that were there again the military workers that were there those who serve us today, those that are continuing, thank the Lord for these officers that are here today, and the police officers that are willing to go out there and sacrifice their lives every day. it's a shame that America doesn't respect and honor that. Right. Amen. Amen. The firemen who were here before. Thank God for these people. I tell you one thing, as being one of them, you don't do it, and you don't do it for any amount of glory or praise or honor of your own. It's about other people. Amen. Um, why is it that we only tend to recognize people when they mess up or when they die? It's sad. Fellow Americans, other nations, people, uh, people who love and believe in America, good people, we, we lost a lot of people during that. And we cannot forget the people who caused 9-11. What do you mean, evil people? This world is still full of evil. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we stand. That's one of the reasons why we fight, Amen. That's one of the reasons why we have a military, amen. That's one of the reasons why we have uh, the police officers that we have. There's a lot of crazy things going on out there. The craziness of, uh, I don't, I'm not trying to get political, but the craziness of defunding police and taking away police departments. That's just, that's craziness, it's craziness. There's still evil people. And by the way, it, The comment that's been said over and over and over again, the only way for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. Amen. Amen. To stop ourselves from uh, trying to accomplish anything. It's evil people that motivate us to be strong and to protect our families and our friends and our country from that evil. We can never forget the people behind it. You know, another thing I, I think that we ought to look back on, especially all of us who remember the events and what took place, we should never forget the patriotism. Boy, I tell you what, there was some... Strong patriotism uh, in our land. I I, I know that uh, I, I'm not that old. I'm I'm well. Some people, preacher calls me old. He called me Paul the aged here one time from the pulpit. So, but uh, anyway, um, 64 years old. But I've I've never experienced the patriotism that I experienced over that time period. Just tremendous patriotism in the days and the and the months that followed 9/11. Um, Webster's uh, Dictionary defines patriotism as love of one's country. What is wrong with that? <laughs> There's people today that beat down on that. What is wrong with that? Uh, it says a passion which aims to serve one's country, either in defending it from invasion or protecting its rights and maintaining its laws and institutions in vigor and purity. If you think of that definition, the only people uh, that, that fight against that are those who are not patriots. Amen. Amen. Patriotism, is, it says, is the characteristic of a good citizen. Amen. If you're a good citizen, you'll be a patriot. Amen. Uh, a patriot, the word patriot, it says, a person who loves his country and zealously supports and defends it and its interests, one devoted to the welfare of one's country. According to Webster's 1828 Dictionary, no matter what a corrupted society may say, it is politically correct to be patriotic. Amen. We should be patriotic as a people, as a nation. We need to be careful that we don't forget that surge in patriotism and what, uh, uh, what we were as a nation. And, and by the way, our nation's got a lot of problems today. <laughs> but we were founded on the right thing. We were founded on this book that we hold in our laps today. And uh, we go back to the principles of the founding of this nation, and that's why we still believe. That's why we still stand for patriotism. And we must, third, third thing is to, we must never forget the principles. The principles that guide and govern us. The principles that are from the truth of the word of God. Webster's 1828 defines principle as a, it says the ground or foundation that which supports an assertion, an action or reasoning. It says a general truth a law comprehending many subordinate truths as the principles of morality, law, and government, a rule of action or the basis of a system. We can never forget the principles that guided us on 9-11, uh, and, uh, September 11th and 2001, as well as in the founding days of our nation. The principles that guided us were the principles of the truth of the word of God principle but also let me just say the principle of family boy I tell you family uh and uh, around those days we all believe in family if you don't believe in family then you surely are not an American you're surely not a, a a Christian if you don't believe in family because God believes in family amen and uh we uh, we believe in the personal family most of what we do in life is motivated by and for our family it's a principle of life amen we protected and we look to protect our family. We'll fight for our family. We'll die for our family. And that's what 9-11 did was motivate us to get us back to the principle of family. Oh, I watch families cry together and weep together and pray together and like, like they never have before. Amen. We need to remember the principles. We believe in our patriotic family too. If you stand with America, America will stand with you. People from all walks and creeds and manners of life banded together to try to aid the, the whole in, the, in what happened and took place. It's one thing that makes America great and uh, what we have gotten away from because of our selfishness. We need to think about family. We need to think about the principle of morality and dignity and respect. Where is morality today? Where it's perished in America today. Where's dignity today? It's perished. Boy, we need to get back to these principles. Respect today. Wow. Respect is just washed away. Where is the respect today? I can remember a day when if a preacher was walking down the street, people uh, people in respect would address that individual. I can remember days when a police officer, people would respect a police officer for who they were. Well, we've gotten away from those principles. We've got to get back to the principles that guide us as a people, as a nation, as a country, and as Christians today. Amen. Morality, it says, is the duties of man in their social character. Ethics. The quality of an action which renders it good. The conformity of an act, listen, to divine law. Where does our morality come from? Again, we go back to it. It comes from the book that we hold in our lap. Amen. We have no morality apart from the truth of the Word of God. We need to get back to the principles of the truth of the Word of God. And then I want to say this, the principles of faith. You know, it was amazing what happened and what took place when 9-11 happened. I, I mean, uh, uh, I... I, I I know there's different people believe in different things, different religions believe in different things. I believe the Bible is very clear about alcohol and we're not supposed to partake of it. But I found it interesting that even bars back in those days were putting signs out in front of their bars saying, Pray for America. Unite under God and all of these things. And I mean, what was it about? It was about going back to really, truly what our principles have always have been about the faith of America. Can I tell you today that a part of the whole reason behind the attack against America was because of our faith. It's because who we are as a nation, because we were A nation founded upon the principles of the word of God. One nation under God indivisible. Amen. One of the reasons why we were attacked. We cannot forget the principle of our faith. The scriptures tell us in in Psalm 33 and verse 12, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Amen. We believe that, but we've gotten away from it. We, uh, in in 9-11, boy, you saw it everywhere, and it promoted songs that came out and everything. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. But I'm going to tell you one thing. It's really hard for God to bless the people that turn their back on him. And America has turned its back on God. We need to get back to the principles of our faith that caused us to be blessed by God the way that he blessed us. It says in Psalm 11 and verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Boy, if they, can un- if they can destroy the foundations of who we are as a nation, what do the righteous have? What hope do we have as, uh, uh, as people of God? We've got to have hope. Amen. Boy, without hope. We- There's a, I heard a message one time preached by a preacher and the, the title of the message was The Whole of No Hope. And he said it was the most desperate place that anybody can ever get to is to get to a place where you simply feel that you have no hope. Well, I got news for you. The word of God gives us hope. In Romans chapter eight and verse 24, it says we are saved by hope. Amen. Hope of what? Hope that uh, we, we have a Savior that came to die for us. He, he gave his life. He shed his blood to die for us and so that we could have hope of forgiveness of sin. Hey, we're all, all of us uh, innately, preacher was talking about that. We're, we're all born with, with sin in our life. He was talking about David during Sunday school this morning. And we're all born with that sin nature in us. And we don't have any hope because of that. Other than the fact that Jesus is our hope. And he came and he died on the cross to save us from our sins. And we, this was the faith that founded our nation, amen. So many of the founding fathers, 37% of all the quotations of the founding fathers were biblical quotations. Yes. Why? Because we were founded upon the faith of this book here, founded upon the hope that we had in Jesus Christ. Romans 15 and verse 13, not a God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope, Amen. Man, we've we've got hope from Jesus Christ and from the word of God, the truth of the word of God. If we'll look to that, that was the principles of the faith that founded this nation. Galatians chapter five and verse five, for we through the spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Amen. Amen. The hope of righteousness by faith. Where is our faith today? What is our faith in? Boy, we as a nation, we have turned from the faith of this nation the founding fathers and the faith of this book and the truth of this book and the hope that we have in Christ and all of a sudden nowadays, and again, I'm not trying to be political, but it seems like uh, so much of our hope is in the government. So much of our hope is in what people can do for us. Listen, there's nobody in this life that can do for you what the God of heaven can do for you. There's nobody in this life can do what Jesus did for us. Amen. Why? Because he shed his blood to save us from our sins and give us that hope of eternal life. It tells us again back here, I want to read these verses again. In Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 15 and 16, it says, Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Boy, what a precious thought that Jesus Christ, our precious Savior, came and died and lived lived a perfect life in this sin-cursed world and and died and, uh, and shed his precious blood to cover our sins to give us the hope of eternal life to be together with him in heaven throughout all of eternity. I hope you have that hope this morning. I hope, we need to get back to the principles of what guided us back when 9-11 took place. And that was the principles, again, of, of our family and the principles of, of uh, 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 the, the patriotism that we had, but, but most importantly, the principle of our faith. Do you know for sure that you're a child of God on your way to heaven today? The greatest thing in all the world is to know the peace and the hope that is available through Jesus Christ. That's what this day is all about, remembering. Remembering 9-11. Remembering that there's always going to be, by the way, there's always going to be a fight. There's always going to be a battle. Until Jesus, the Prince of Peace, returns, there'll always be a fight and there'll always be a battle. Don't listen to the people that say we don't have to fight. We, don't, we can lay our arms down. No, there will always be a fight. We've got to remember because evil is still out there, we still have to fight. Amen. We we have to remember that uh, as a people, we need to unite under the principles of this book that God gave us that was the founding issue of who we are as as a people. What are you saying, Brother Martin? We need to remember these things, but we need to remember that we have hope. And that hope abides and is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, if there's never been a time in your life where you've come to the place to realize and understand that, Understand that you are a sinful creature. That you don't have any hope right now in who you are. And that you've come to a place to call out and receive Jesus Christ as your hope for heaven. If that's never happened in your life, boy, I challenge you. Come and give us an opportunity today to share the truth of the Word of God with you. Because that's the most important thing in life. This life is short at best. But there's an eternity that awaits us. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you don't have that hope. What are you saying, Brother Martin? I, I'm just trying to share a little bit of the history of 9-11, but also get us to re- remember. There's some things we've got to remember lest we forget. We've got to go back and remember, again, the, the three things that I gave you there, and uh, I've got to go back and is never forget the people. We can't forget the people. We'll never forget the people that we're willing to lay down. I could have gone into a whole lot more statistics I could have gone into statistics about the military. Well, what a shame it is that we don't respect and honor our military the way that we should. And all that they've done is lay down their lives through the years. But we can't forget the people. We can't forget the people that, by the way, again, that lost people and that have, that have gone through trauma and that still go through trauma because of it. We can't forget the patriotism, but again, the most important, we can't forget the principles. What principles guide us today? Boy, it ought to be our family, it ought to be morality and it ought to be our faith. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer.